You might say San Antonio has its own version of Shark Tank, but think less shark, more halo. Alamo Angels matches what are called angel investors with high potential startup companies. Early stage businesses come in with a pitch and the group decides if they want to fund a company. And it's all happening within an organization working to propel startups and fuel the local economy. When you are in the shoes of these entrepreneurs, it does become like an angel that just is coming down from heaven. We're the lifeblood of growth, especially in San Antonio. I'm Erica Zuko, and this is Commerce Street, a business podcast and eyewitness news original. In this episode, we're hearing from Sebastian Garcon, executive director of Alamo Angels. We're also talking with Randy Herrick, CEO of Velocity Texas, part of the Texas Research and Technology Foundation, which incorporated Alamo Angels. First, Sebastian, I just want to lay out for people, what is Alamo Angels? So Alamo Angels, Erica, it's a group of angel investors, uh, accredited investors. And typically when people ask me and they have no idea what all that means, I usually say, have you watched Shark Tank? And that's a way for people to familiarize themselves a little bit with the dynamics that go on within our organization. What we do is we source the best quality companies that we can find in San Antonio and even nationwide. And we basically put them um, in connection with investors that we have here locally. And so dynamics on that are very much like Shark Tank, like I said before, because they come, they do a quick presentation, we have a QA and a session, we also have a little bit of an internal discussion within all of our investors to figure out if this is an investment opportunity that we want to pursue. So that's basically what we do. We find early stage companies and we invest on them. And for people who aren't familiar with it, what exactly is angel investing, and how does it differ from other forms of investing? In the entrepreneurial world, one of the key elements that any entrepreneur, any startup, early stage company is looking for in order to grow and succeed, they need access to capital. And so with that, there is typically high net worth individuals that are willing to take the risk on providing them with access to capital. And when I say risk, it's obviously because these are very early stage, and so you just don't really quite know how that's gonna go. It's very different investing on an early stage company as opposed to one that is already on the on the stock market, for example. And so there is some risks involved, but with that there's also a lot of potential for high returns. Um, so all of our investors must be accredited and that is, that is determined by the Security and Exchange Commission. And there is very specific requirements that people need to meet in order for them to be considered accredited. And some of them at the end of the day is basically they need to be high net worth individuals that have the capacity and the resources to invest on these companies. So Randy, let's talk a little bit about the connection between Alamo Angels and the Texas Research and Technology Foundation. Was it something that came out of TRTF? Did you incorporate them? Kind of talk to me about the origin of that relationship. Uh, so TRTF through Velocity incubates and accelerates companies. And so we had a very close relationship with the Alamo Angels group. Um, but a lot of the angel groups around the country have the same issue in that they get a group of investors to come together and put in some money to hire uh, an individual to uh, recruit companies and, and show, well, they use most of their budget on the salary of the individual they hire. So they don't really have a lot of money to do due diligence and the things you really want to do. So the Board of Alamo Angels came to us 
and said, would you incorporate this into what you're doing? Because you're already doing most of the work with looking at companies, you're very familiar with it, and you have the infrastructure. And so we really worked for about six months to put it together to make sure we understood the value proposition. There's three different groups of investors or people that are organized in an angel group. And one is the sophisticated investor that uh, Sebastian's talking about. One is the newbie who has a little bit of extra money and says, I just want to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's the support people, the lawyers, the accountants, the patent people that are important as these companies grow as a resource. So we had to have a value proposition for each one of those written down. We've very clear and understanding so we could move forward. And then we bring like, uh, we do all the administrative functions and the finance functions through our staff at Velocity or TRTF. And then uh, we were able to bring in a very high qualified, highly qualified director in Sebastian because half of his salary is paid by, by Velocity and he has other duties within Velocity that are really uh, very similar to what he's doing in Alamo Angel. So by doing that, we were able to create this fund, a portion of the fund that is set aside for doing the due diligence. And that's the real important piece of investing. You can get excited about a presentation, but until you really understand what's underneath the sheets, you, you don't know if it's a good investment. So with that, we feel we, TRTF and Velocity, bring to the table that discipline to be able to say, okay, we're interested in it now, let's really take a deep dive into it. And that's what Sebastian's real talent is, is uh, we, we hire an individual that does our first deep dive, and then Sebastian takes it from there with the investors and they go deeper and deeper until uh, there's an investment made. And that's typically from one to three months uh, from the time the presentation's made. No, we do a lot of work very quickly uh, and because investors in this realm, the sophisticated investor has decided to take a small portion of his or her portfolio and invest in these very early stage high risk companies. They don't want to be around long. This is, this is almost a game for them to let's go see if we can help startups and see if we can make a little money. And so the attention span's pretty short. Uh, and so we have to be, the process has to be quick. Sebastian, going back to Alamo Angels specifically, what kind of qualities do you look for in startups and what kind of is the process for them? There is one big thing that we look for other than the most obvious, uh, which is obviously making sure that there is an actual problem and that they came up with the best solution for that problem. But one of the comments that I usually share with them is the team is very important. At this, at this point of the game, you are a lot of times investing on the person that is trying to get things done. Sometimes you get this fabulous idea, but the team behind it may not have enough experience or knowledge to get it to that next step. And then sometimes you have an idea that is perhaps not the best idea in the world, but it's a still good enough idea, but you have such a rockstar team behind it that you know for sure they're going to take it from A to B. And so we really emphasize a lot on the team aspect of it. And, and one of the things sometimes we say, or I say when I am talking to these entrepreneurs is we're investing on the jockey and not the horse. 
and, and that comes back to, to, to the importance of having a good team in place. What types of companies or businesses or startups are you working with? So Alamo Angels is industry agnostic, meaning we don't have any specific uh, industry that we're interested in investing on. But what I can tell you is we've seen uh, the appetite of our investors tends to go towards anything technology related, uh, SaaS type of companies, um, in the life sciences, maybe medical devices, uh, consumer products. Those, those are typically the industries that we tend to go to. But recently, for example, we invested on a company that's doing um, uh, uh, device for sports, for basketball. And so it, it all depends on, on how the, the company comes to us and, and the type of appetite that we may have at the moment. That's a wide range. So are there any recent businesses that you want to share about or any kind of recent milestones that you've been really excited by? Yeah, I think one one comes to mind. Uh, one of our most recent investors was actually with a company from um, that got formed in UTSA. It's called Albionics, uh, and we loved it because obviously they are from San Antonio. They went to one of our local universities, uh, and they are their mission is very much something that aligns to to most people that learns about them, which is they are doing an affordable prosthetics. And, and their technology and everything that they've done so far has been done here in San Antonio. So it was definitely one that we we thought would be a good investment and, and we wrote them a check because of that. And that's really interesting. I mean, how are they able to make an affordable prosthetic? Because that's something really unique and service oriented. I don't know the whole technical aspect, but what I do know is in the market today, one of the cheapest ones that you can get, it's around $10,000 or so. And they are they are aiming at doing it somewhere between three and 5,000. That's great, Sebastian. And, you know, Randy, from the perspective of the TRTF and Velocity Texas, how does all of this fit in with the mission of your organization as well? So our mission is economic development for San Antonio and South Texas. And so there are over 30 million small businesses in America with almost half the employees. And so we're the lifeblood of growth, especially in San Antonio. Um, and so for us to be able to foster these startup companies and build them and build employee base is exactly what our mission is. So Alamo Angels fulfills one of the three legs, which is funding. You know, uh, you can have the best idea in the world, you can have the best management team in the world, but if you don't have the funding to go with it, um, you're not going to get off the ground. So it is one of several vehicles we have for funding at different stages. And you mentioned there kind of the three legs of the organization and TRTF has been around for decades, but for, for people who aren't familiar with it, if you can just kind of break down the components. So we were formed in 1984 by General Robert McDermott, who was then head of USAA Insurance, to foster economic development around the fledgling life sciences industry in San Antonio. Flash forward, the industry has grown substantially. The value of our property that we were gifted by Tom and Nancy Powell uh, grew. And so we were able to monetize that property. And then we came downtown and said, okay, what are we going to do with it? And so we formed Velocity, Texas. That was our first subsidiary. Well, the first subsidiary was Merchants Ice to buy property downtown. Then we formed Velocity 
to incubate and accelerate the companies that we've been talking about. Um, then uh, we have gone on to create uh, Alamo Angels, or not create, but incorporate Alamo Angels into the. And then finally, we have uh, Community House. And Community House is a fu another funding mechanism, but for us. And so um, we are a nonprofit foundation. And so as such, we need funding. Right now, we're doing it through sales of land. But uh, we formed Community House to look at legacy companies in San Antonio that are at generational transition that don't have the next generation ready, willing, able. And so we form it, sell your corporation to Community House. We'll keep management. We'll keep the name on it. We'll take the family lifestyle out of it. We have a better tax structure because we put it in a trust. And the money that flows in, in excess revenue goes into a fund that helps sustain first TRTF. And then as we buy more companies, we build that fund up to where we have not only sustainability, we have a recurring fund that funds economic growth, allowing us to expand to buy more properties, build more buildings, create more opportunities for jobs and uh, investment. And we'll definitely talk more about that another day because that's also an interesting story. But I want to shift back to Alamo Angels. And we talked a little bit about why this is interesting to startups. But why would an investor choose to be involved in this format? Like any good investor, you are always looking to diversify. And so that is key when, it, when, when we talk about investments. And so a lot of our investors, it's not uncommon for them to have, you know, some chips on the real estate and then some chips on the... Uh, stock market and then early stage companies is very, it's an investment that is very fulfilling. Uh, and, and I, the, the name angel investor a lot of times comes uh, from that because you are not only providing the access to capital for your dream to come through, but you are actually helping them, you know, get from point A to point B. And so it, it does become, uh, when you are in the shoes of these entrepreneurs, it does become like an angel that just is coming down from, from heaven to help you uh, accomplish that dream. And so a lot of our investors are not just seeking the investment side of it and, and obviously to get a return on their investment, but also to help out these companies that are trying to, to make something better for, for themselves and you know, for the world that they live in. Uh, so diversification is one of the key aspects of it, but giving back to the community is, is also another one. You probably get to know some of these startup teams really well. What is that moment like when you connect the startup to an investor? What is that moment like? It's very fulfilling on our side as well because, like I said, a lot of times they, they, they also want to get involved. They also want to provide guidance. They want to serve almost as a mentor. That is not the case with all, right? Some people just want to write you a check and you know enjoy the ride and hopefully see, see a return on that investment. But some others want to be considered for any type of strategic uh, guidance that the company may be seeking. Uh, and making those connections, it's always good just because a lot of times what the companies that we're bringing here are companies that are doing something different than everybody else is doing. Uh, they tend to be very innovative in nature. And so it's always good for the investors also to keep up with the latest technologies and innovations that are going on. Yesterday, for example, we had our pitch event for this month, for May. Every single month, the third Wednesday of the month, we offer a pitch event, feature three companies 
they all came in person. We're one of the few angel networks in the nation that is already meeting in person. And that's, you know, the entrepreneurs themselves told, told us that when we told them, yeah, it's an in-person event, they were super excited. Uh, but just getting them to connect and a lot of times in, they end up partnering and collaborating even if they don't write him a check. So I think, I think that's also part of the dynamics that we're trying to foster. And you mentioned that you have three companies a month pitching. So you're working with a pretty high volume of startups. Yeah, on average, we're getting, today we're getting 18 applications per month. And out of those 18, we're only looking at the best three. And so we've put a lot of processes in place to really uh, come up with the best companies that we possibly can. And so we restructure our application process We've put together a, a screening and a selection committee. All in all, at the end of the day, once you see those three companies, they've already went through a process. Uh, about 10 different people will review those applications and their pitch decks. Uh, and then they actually go through pitch coaching sessions. So by the time they come to one of these events, they've already gone through that application process. They've gone through the pitch coaching session and now they're ready to present. What else is important for people to understand when we're talking about Alamo Angels? When we talk about entrepreneurship, we need to think of it as a whole ecosystem. And as an ecosystem, there's a lot of different moving pieces. And in order for that ecosystem to fully function, you need to have very key elements as part of it. One of the key elements on that entrepreneurial ecosystem is always funding. And so having that uh, I think it, it helps the whole ecosystem to grow and, and, and succeed the way it's supposed to. So Alamo Angels plays a vital role in the San Antonio startup community and the early stage companies because we are fulfilling that uh, what used to be a gap for the longest time, but, but we are now trying to get better and more sophisticated and providing bigger and, and better amounts of funding for these companies to, to, to grow and succeed. I get excited about it because it expands our ability to support the startups in the, in the city, but it also gives us more visibility to the sophisticated investor. Um, so one of the things we were doing before Alamo Angels was we would take our companies that we were incubating here and um, we would put what we call our EVP, which is uh, our entrepreneur program where we would rent the ballroom at the Witty and we'd bring in 250 investors and they would give their live pitch to those investors. And then stationed around the room, they would be able to have direct conversations with them after. Now with bringing in Alamo Angels, we're planning one for the fall, but we're bringing even more sophistication to it and we'll be able to broadcast that program so we can bring in, in that kind of thing, it will go beyond just the membership for San Antonio. We'll put the word out nationally that this program is going on and hopefully attract investors from around the country who see the value of what we're doing at Alamo Angels and wanna become partners here. Uh, because we're providing the right product for them, the right opportunity for investment um, and so the bigger we get and the more sophisticated we're allowed to get with our budget, then the better product we can offer. So I, I'm extremely excited about that piece of what we're doing with PRTF. And what's the best way to keep up with y'all? 
Yeah, we're active on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And so if one of the best ways to keep in touch with everything that's going on with Alamo Angels is by following us on social media. Uh, another one is through our website, and on our website you can find contact information. So there is our email and phone number, and we always pick up our phone, we always return the emails, and if anyone has any questions, am I a good fit? We'll be happy to talk to them and let them know if that is the case, and if not, we can provide them with feedback, uh, or maybe direct them to another resource that could potentially be a better option for them. Uh, but yeah, the best way to keep in touch is, I will say, social media and, and our website. And we also connect through the TRTF website, the Velocity Test web website, all have a connection to Alamo Angels. So there's lots of ways to find us. This was Commerce Street, a business podcast and eyewitness news original. You can find more episodes like this one on Apple or Spotify or by visiting kens5.com slash commerce street. I'm Erica Zucco with producer Kristen Dean. Thanks for listening.